Happy is the people whose God is the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God. Praise ye the Lord! Surely died. 
It was Squanto who taught us to put a small fish in each hole in the ground when we planted their corn seed. Our corn grew tall, and we had good crop. Now our storehouses are full. How many Indians will be coming? We will know tomorrow. Will they bring their families? We will all share in giving <coughs> thanks to the Almighty. The feast is for everyone. Hope, do you dis dislike the Indians, or are you afraid of them? Oh, Mother, I am afraid of them. They are so fearful looking. Was that a knock, Hope? Please go to the door. It's Miles and Rachel. <laughs> Good day, Mr. Goodwill. The men are going long for the long tables. They need your help. We will want long tables to hold all the food the women are preparing. Mrs. Goodwill, Mother needs more bread for the pudding. I will take the bread now and help her. I grew these vegetables in my own garden. Mmm, they smell so sweet and good. Do you think the Indian children will go tomorrow? Miles, Mother says the feast is for everyone. I wonder if Red Feather will come. Do you remember the Indian boy we met in the forest? He had a red feather in his hair. I saw him in the meadow a few days ago, but when I got out to him, he ran away. I wonder if he will come to the feast. We'll find out tomorrow on the day of Thanksgiving. <laughs>
worship and pray. They gave us the first Thanksgiving Day.
Miles Redfeather is getting up. He and Squanto are coming over here. John, this is Redfeather. You tried to say hello the other day in the meadow, but you shouted and waved your arms. You frightened him. Do you mean he was afraid of us? Yes. What are these seeds Redfeather is giving us? They look like corn seeds, but they are so small. Look, Redfeather is putting the seeds on the hot stones. The seeds are popping open. They look like little white flowers. <coughs> what are these? Redfeather is eating them. He wants us to eat them too. first Thanksgiving. Thank you. 
the morning stars to rule by night, to him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, and brought Israel from among them. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, to him which divided the Red Sea into parts. to pass through the midst of it, but overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea. Who remember us in our lowest state, and have redeemed us from our enemies, who giveth food to all flesh. O oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. America. Please keep our country strong. Turn our eyes to your word. That's where they belong.
That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, um, we're always excited when we have these programs because um, the kids, it gives them an opportunity to learn to uh, learn parts and stand up in front of an audience and sing and talk. And it gives you an opportunity to see what your children are being taught here at Calvary Christian School. Um, Brother Benny said something at the beginning that struck me, and that is that we could learn something from these children tonight. We love this country, don't we? They reminded us of that tonight, how important it is. And one of the reasons we have a country is because of Thanksgiving and the pilgrims. I think we overlook that sometime. The Lord worked in an amazing way in the lives of these people. Uh, when they got ready to come over on the Mayflower, uh, the Lord had worked. The Mayflower had been a wine-carrying ship. And so, of course, the wine spills, but in its spilling, it um, took care of getting rid of the germs that they would have encountered on their voyage. Not one pilgrim died on the voyage over. And you all know that the conditions on those ships were certainly not like the Queen Mary. And yet not one pilgrim died. The Lord took care of that. He put them on the exact ship. They got blown off course. Uh, they were headed toward northern Virginia. They got blown off course, ended up in Massachusetts, and they landed at a place where about 95% of the hostile Indians had died in the previous couple of years uh, due to a plague, but not before they cleared and cultivated the land. Uh, Squanto, um, I was happy to see his name on the program. He's a very important person in our history. He's a very important remembrance of the providence of God. Squanto had been captured a couple of years earlier. He'd been taken back to England. And guess what? He learned English there in England. He escaped. He came back. And when the pilgrims landed, there he was. These poor people who were didn't know the language, didn't know how to communicate with the Indians, didn't know how to plant didn't know how to live in the land, the Lord sent them this Indian, Squanto. He had prepared the way before them. When the pilgrims realized that they weren't where they intended, uh, where they were intended to go, they realized they were going to have to start a governmental system. And so on November 11, 1620, they signed the Mayflower Compact. It begins with these words, in the name of God, amen. The, this nation literally began with those words. And in the Mayflower Compact, it's very plain why they came. They came to this country for the glory of God and for the advancement of the Christian faith. Folks, you and I know that America was founded on the Word of God. America was founded as a Christian nation. Doesn't matter what they teach now. 
we're teaching your children the truth and your grandchildren the truth of how this nation was founded. And I, I suspect that the pilgrims never thought that 400 years later in a little town in North Carolina, in a little church here, what they did in founding this country would be reenacted. I'm so thankful that we still remember what they did. We teach it to your children. We teach them the Word of God. We train them up in the way that they should go. We teach them to remember their Creator in the days of their youth. Before their hearts get hard, before the world has a chance to trample down the seed of the Word of God, we teach them that. And you saw an example of that tonight. We're very thankful for you allowing us every day to teach your children. Thankful that you entrust them into our care. And we hope that you pray for Calvary Christian School every day. We're thankful for our teachers. We're, we're thankful for Ms. Rembert, Mrs. Garrison, and uh, Mrs. Owens, and Mr. Francis, and all the folks that, that have uh, worked um, to put this program on. I want to mention one other thing to you. That is, you can, you can view the program on Sermon Audio at any time, sermonaudio.com slash uh, Calvary Memorial Church. And if you order a DVD of the program, um, that should be ready next week. The kids, if you'll place your orders with your teachers, we'll get the DVDs made. I want to thank you for coming tonight. What a blessing it is to, to see these young people. And it's a blessing for us to see you here. So let's look to the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you tonight for our country. There's not another country like it on the face of the earth. We thank you for your work, for the way that you moved to found this nation. And Father, we thank you for those who still stand for the truth. We thank you for Calvary Christian School. We thank you for the opportunity that we have every day to teach these children the Word of God, to teach them that which is truth. The principal thing is wisdom, and wisdom is a person, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you that we have an opportunity every day to teach these children about wisdom, teach them about Him. We thank you for these parents and grandparents we thank you that you have put it into their hearts to send their children to a place where they can be brought up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We thank you for our teachers and staff. We pray your blessings upon them and, our, and your blessings upon each family. And we pray that you would part us with your blessing. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.